Hello, welcome. Let you guys come in and grab a seat. Hello. We're glad you guys have joined us to celebrate and worship tonight on Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. So first, I would like to ask you to silence your cell phones, please. And uh, if you don't know how, you can ask anybody around age 10, and they can help you. <laughs> so tonight, you're invited to participate. And so anytime you see words up on the screen in white, but not those ones, anytime you see them in white, that's meant for all of us to be said together in unison. So white words, everybody. Uh, songs, feel free to sing along if you know them. And if you don't, you just give it your best effort. So please join us. There's gonna be icons throughout the evening up on the screen. There's gonna be both modern icons and ancient icons. These are meant to be windows into the story there's going to be icons from different people and different cultures. They help us to see ourselves in the story. They help us to understand what's going on in the story. We're going to take communion tonight as part of the service. Um, we're going to be lighting our fifth candle. That's the Christ candle here in the middle tonight. So for communion, if you haven't had communion with us before, because every community does it a little bit different, you go down the outside, and then um, you're, oh, here, you're going to take the bread and the juice, one on each side, and you're going to go through to the middle. And tonight, something a little different that we haven't done before is you're going to grab a candle, and then you're going to light it off of the Christ candle. So take your candle. Just comments from back. And then you're going to light it on the Christ candle there in the middle. So if you have little people, please help them because the, it hurts. The wax hurts. So you have to leave your candles upright. Okay, guys? Upright. Or it hurts. It burns. So please help them with the wax. Uh, let's see. After the service, you're invited to join us for some warm drinks and cookies out back, outside there. And... Um, let's see. This next year, if you're curious what's going on, so we Julie did a really good job of putting on here most of what's going to be happening when we come back in January. So I invite you to take a look and see whether you're a guest or whether you come all the time and see what we're going, what's going to be starting up in the new year and what you might um, feel called to be a part of. And you are invited to join us on 1030 for worship on Sunday mornings. Let's begin the evening. I think I got all of the, the details here. Our opening invitation tonight is from Psalm 80, verse 3. Restore us, O God. Make your face shine on us, that we may be saved. Psalm 80, verse 3. Let's begin with a moment of silence.
stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he His love and His 
Advent, we are in the waiting room of the Christian year. We wait in anticipation. We wait with expectation. We wait with anxiety. In our waiting, we desire something to do, something to take our mind of the waiting. We pace, we doodle, we read old magazines, we shop. We want the waiting to be over. But what are we waiting for? What is this mysterious thing that so focuses our attention each year, that calls even the busiest lives to a halt for a few dark hours? Even our children are semi-patiently waiting. But are we really waiting for presents, dinners, stockings, snow or Santa? The waiting focuses all its intensity on this one night, just short of the longest, darkest night of the year. We count the days until this one day when we will gather with our families, both spiritual and blood, to celebrate what? We, we are, are here because, because we, we are a people, people who have heard a rumor, a rumor, a rumor that, that there is life to be found on, on the other side of death. death. We, we are, are here because just the rumor is enough to bring us hope, and, and just the hope of it is, is enough to bring us a moment of life. We are here because even though it's only a flicker, a moment of breath, it has changed us forever. So many others have tried their hand verifying and putting together a record of that rumor that amazing story that took place among us. Using reports handed down by the original eyewitnesses who served this word with their very lives. Since I have investigated all the reports in close detail, 
starting from the story's beginning, I decided to write it out for you to speak it so you can know beyond the shadow of a doubt the reliability of what you are about to hear. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. We live in darkness, so light took action and put on flesh to make himself known, invading the darkness in a bold and unexpected move. It's difficult to understand, but we want to make it plain to you exactly what happened. Come thou long-expected Jesus Born to set thy people free From our fears and sins release us
It all began in the small Roman province of Palestine with an unplanned pregnancy, two unplanned pregnancies really, an old barren woman and a young virgin girl, both in the family way when they shouldn't be. Elizabeth, never having had a child, was considered dried up. But God intervened and she miraculously became pregnant. Mary, well now Mary is another story altogether. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to the Galilean village of Nazareth, about four days' walk north of Jerusalem. He was sent to a virgin, engaged to be married to a man descended from the great King David. His name was Joseph, and the virgin's name, Mary. Upon entering, Gabriel greeted her. Good morning. You are beautiful with God's beauty, beautiful inside and out. God be with you. She was thoroughly shaken, wondering what was behind a greeting like that. But the angel assured her, Mary, you have nothing to fear. God has a surprise for you. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son and call his name Jesus. He will be great, be called son of the highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. He will rule Jacob's house forever. No end ever to his kingdom. Mary said to the angel, But how? I've never slept with a man. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest hovers over you. Therefore, the child you bring to birth will be called Holy, Son of God. And did you know that your cousin Elizabeth conceived a son? Old as she is, Everyone called her barren, and here she is six months pregnant. Nothing you see is impossible with God. So Mary responded with her own message to God. Yes, I see it all now. I'm the Lord's maid, ready to serve. Let it be with me, just as you have said. Peoples in one heart and mind. 
After the angel left her, Mary didn't waste a minute. She got up and traveled to a town in Judah in the hill country, straight to Zachariah's house, and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby in her womb leaped. She was filled with the Holy Spirit and sang out exuberantly. You're so blessed among women and the babe in your womb. <laughs> Switch it. You're so blessed among women, and the babe in your womb also blessed. And why am I so blessed that the mother of my Lord visits me? The moment the sound of your greeting entered my ears, the babe in my womb skipped like a lamb for sheer joy. Blessed woman who believed what God said, believed every word would come true. And Mary, so full of joy that she was nearly twirling and skipping, replied, I'm bursting with God's news. I'm dancing the song of my Savior. God took one good look at me, and look what happened. What God has done for me will never be forgotten. The God whose very name is holy, set apart from all others, his mercy flows in wave after wave on those who are in awe. He bared his arm and showed his strength, scattered the bluffing braggarts. He knocked triants off their high horses, pulled victims out of the mud. The starving poor set to a banquet, the callous rich were left in the cold. He embraced his chosen child, Israel. He remembered the piled, he remembered, and piled on the mercies, piled them high. It's exactly what he promised, beginning with Abraham and right up to now. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for three months and then went back to her own home. Now, as we said before, Mary was engaged to be married. Joseph was a good man but he was none too excited about it when he discovered that his fiance was going to have a baby and he had nothing to do with it. 
the pregnancy was by the Holy Spirit, but he didn't know that. So chagrined but noble, Joseph decided to take care of things quietly so Mary would not be disgraced. While he was trying to figure a way out of the marriage, he had a dream. God's angel spoke in the dream. Joseph, son of David, don't hesitate to get married. Mary's pregnancy is spirit-conceived. God's Holy Spirit had made her pregnant. She will bring a son to birth. And when she does, you, Joseph, will name him Jesus, meaning God saves, because he will save his peoples from their sins. This will bring the prophet's sermons to full term. Watch for this. A virgin will get pregnant and bear a son. They will name him Emmanuel. God is with us. Then Joseph woke up. He did exactly what the God's angel commanded in the dream.
About the time all this took place, the mighty Caesar August ordered the census to be taken throughout the empire, and when Caesar speaks, everyone listens. This was the first census when Quirinius was governor of Syria. Everyone had to travel to his own town to be accounted for. So Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem in Judah, David's town, for the census. As a descendant of David, he had to go there. He went with Mary, his fiancée, who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for Mary to give birth. The town was so full of people coming to be counted that every inn, roadhouse, and motel was full up. So a smaller corner in a noisy, smelly stable had to serve as a birthing center. Mary worked hard that night and gave birth to a son, just as the angels foretold. She wrapped him in a blanket and, having no cradle, laid him in a food trough. In this unclean, humble environment, the light was born into our world. stand and join me in this ancient prayer. Welcome, holy light, light that lifts our spirits and makes our hearts glad. Light poured from God's pure glory, light who is immortal and blessed by heaven, light that is holiest of all holy things. Christ Jesus, ruler of our hearts and affections. Now we come to the setting of the sun, darkness encroaches, and the lights of evening shine around us, moon and stars in their course, lights aglow, candles aflame. We sing of the Father, his Son Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, sent us to give us strength and power to live the God life. We lift our voices to the one who is worthy at all times to be sung. We lift our voices to the Son of our God, the giver of life alone. O Son of God, praise is your due by day and by night. Let every creature sing your worth, for in all the world, and from all the world, all glory belongs to you and you alone. Amen. Tender and 
I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. 
and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown.
sons of earth, born to give him second birth. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the sheep herders talked it over. Let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child. All who heard the sheep herders were impressed. The sheep herders returned and let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything they had heard and seen. It turned out exactly the way they'd been told. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the
is the story as I understand it. Well, really, just the birth of the story. From the very first day, people were there, taking it all in. They heard it with our own ears, saw it with their own eyes, verified it with their own hands. The word of life appeared right before our eyes. We saw it happen. And now I'm telling you in most sober prose that what they witnessed was incredibly this, the infinite life of God himself took shape before us. Light broke into our darkness. Do you remember what we said before? The light appeared, but the darkness has not understood it. The darkness has not understood it. At the time, no one but Mary and Joseph, Elizabeth, and a few dirty shepherds knew what was going on. And it's doubtful that they even understood it themselves. The light, Jesus, grew into a man who healed the sick and raised the dead, who spoke of a kingdom of love, of justice, of light growing among us, where death, pain, and suffering no longer hold power, where love, joy, peace, and kindness would be the new natural order. As has always been the case, the darkness tried to kill the light. It crucified him and even buried him in a cave and placed a large stone over the entrance. But the light is stronger and, and over it, death holds no power. Jesus rose from the grave, showing us that death is not the final outcome for those who believe but life, life and more life, because Jesus beat death at its own game. His kingdom will have no end, and he shall reign forever and ever. From generation to generation, the rumor of this light has been handed down, fathers and mothers to children, disciples to priests, to pastors, to congregations, in cities and villages, in churches and back alleys, in hidden places, the light appeared in a stable 2,000 years ago and has been passed down from generation to generation, and this night is given to you. This light is remembered in bread, in wine, and in flame, symbols and memories of the presence of God, the life of Jesus, his death, and resurrection. Will you receive him? Tonight, we will remember and celebrate this story through the ancient sacrament of communion. We invite you and your family, whether you are a part of this community or not, to join us in this open celebration. Please come forward as you are ready. Receive the bread, a symbol of the body of Christ, and the cup, a symbol of the blood of Christ that was spilled for you. And receive light. Light your candle at the Christ candle, and then return to your seat. So we're going to invite you to come as you are ready. Come down the, uh, the outside aisles, receive communion, take a candle, and you can light it off of any of the candles that are available, and then back up the center aisle to your seat as we sing. Come as you are ready. Divine, star and angel. 
angels gave the sign Bow to babe on bended knee The savior of humanity Unto us a child is born He shall reign forevermore
joy to the world the lord is come let earth receive her king let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing and heaven and nature sing and heaven and heaven and nature sing joy to the earth the savior reigns your sweetest songs employ while fields and floods rocks hills and sounding joy repeat the sounding joy repeat repeat the sounding joy he rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his right and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love the light came into our darkness. We saw it, we heard it, and now we're telling you so you can experience it along with us, this experience of communion with God. In a very real way, we hold that light in our hands. This light of hope is ours to share. Christmas is more than the celebration of the birth of a king. It is a celebration of the beginning of a revolution, of a revolution against darkness. We are revolutionaries, invited into the struggle against darkness, selfishness, poverty, injustice, hate. Invited to carry this message of hope, peace on earth and goodwill towards all men, the message of light. Alone, the light we carry is small, but together they shine like the heavens. This Jesus said that we are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people turn on a lamp and then put it under a can. Instead, they put it on an end table and let it shine, and it gives light to the whole house. Now that he has put us there right downtown, let's shine. This story is not a secret to be kept. Let's others see God through our goodness. Let's keep open homes, be generous with our lives, for by opening up to others, we will prompt people to open up with God. Please carefully blow out your candles. Join me in prayer. Son of David, Today we bow before you as our true king. You saved us, 
by humbling yourself as a helpless baby. You rule us by subjecting yourself. You defend us through a chubby infant's arms. And the hand of power that conquers all enemies is cured, curried around the mother's finger. May we, who carry your light from this place into our neighborhoods, our homes, our families, reflect more and more the humble kindness of your coming and the Christmas blessing. Now, may the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, shine on those living in darkness and guide our feet in the path of peace. Amen. May it be so. Merry Christmas. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Um, we like to end saying, if you heard nothing else today, God loves you. And he sent his son, Jesus, for you. And we, we love you here, too, as a church community. So join us for some cookies and a hot drink, and we can celebrate a little bit longer together. Thank you. Thank you, readers. Thank you, singers, all the singers, the drummer, he's pretty good, so thank you, and we'll see you guys next Sunday. Joy to the world, the Lord is come, let earth receive her King, let every heart prepare Him room, and heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Your sweetest songs employ, while fields and floods, rocks, hills and plains repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding. sing and heaven and nature sing and heaven and heaven and nature sing